we going live? Boom. Just like that. Just like that. We're all up in your mouth, internet. Source Wait, no, mouth? Don't. Oh, here we go. Are we on the internet? Oh, we we're are live. Internet. Okay, we're live. We are live. I thought you were going to do We Are the Champions. <clears throat> hello, 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 hello. Wait, that's not my intro. It's the no. internet. It no, is it the is internet. Not, it is not your intro. I should probably do that intro. You should you change it to chow. That way you could use it for the intro and the outro. We don't do an outro. Maybe I'll start doing that. Yeah, I have to go. practice. I have to practice the intro backwards, though. You like you do it? You, you like are you just gonna be like goodbye, goodbye, goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> we should have a. We should have an outro. It'd be like we'd be professional and stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, the, uh, I'll, I'll try it. We'll see what happens. Uh-huh. Probably not. Though, so. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The Marshmallow Center of Internet Radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host on whatever this is <laughs> that we do every Sunday. And uh, I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com. Hello. And Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Glad to be thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, guys. Hi, Mike. We so, missed you this weekend. Uh, you guys were at a thing that I we wasn't. Were. Yes. Again. And that's all we need to talk about. So, uh, moving on. I, actually, I would like to say one little thing about it. No, I'd like to actually talk about it quite a bit if you wouldn't mind. Even though I, I wasn't uh, there. I have to tell you, we have some of the coolest listeners ever. Because I didn't actually know we had listeners <laughs> until about a half dozen of them came up and shared their stories about our podcast, uh, which was very sweet of them. And, uh, way more mind-blowing than you'd ever think. And uh, it was very cool. I had some very heartfelt conversations about some of the topics we talked about and uh, how uh, the podcast uh, was important to them. I don't know why they're perverse, but they are. And uh, and that it was very cool. It was very nice. It was very touching. So to those of you I talked to, uh, you're awesome people. Well, I would say that, uh, you know, for our podcast, because I've, I've listened to a handful of the ones that are out there and, uh, not to say anything bad about the others, but I will. Please do. Um, no, we just, uh, I mean, one of the things about our show that I think people find, uh, relaxing is we don't cover anything that's terribly important until we do. Uh, and then, you know, so people aren't really expecting it and then they listen to something and they go, oh hell, uh, I think that applies to me. And then we go back to talking about nothing again. So we give them a little jab in the ear hole, and then yeah. you know, then we run away. I like I like <laughs> the fact that we cover deep uh, conversations about very personal issues, and intersperse the conversation with fart jokes. Run, run away. This is true. Yeah, this is true. So, so. but uh, yeah, so you guys were at the workbench speaking, con this speaking, weekend, right? Speaking of fart jokes, you all need to go for a car ride with Megan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been in a car ride with for, Megan. For those for those who don't know of Sweet Aloha Designs. <laughs> yes, her her Instagram handle and things. Um, she may she, not want us promoting us after what that's true. just said. But just I mean this little gem and I hadn't heard it before and I'm sure it's a term that people use. She's she refers to it as crop dusting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm aware uh, of that term. This, I've had it happen. So we're to not me. having her on the show anytime soon. This is this is information <laughs> I probably could have lived like another thirty years without knowing and been okay. But, Wait, but now you that have I to, know. Hold on a second. We have to we have to we have to give the visual on this because she's like, I don't know, five foot 
nine, Nothing. 11, maybe. No, not 11. Five foot eight, something. Whatever she is, she's tiny. And five foot three, maybe? Five foot three, maybe, right? She's, I don't know, 110 pounds soaking wet. And being she's generous. Cute, cute as a button. And, yeah, uh, and she, she just, she has some very unusual witticisms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very play. I, I wasn't, she, I wasn't sure can, what you were going to say. She so can just... hang with the guys any day of the week. Yeah. You can't, you cannot offend this girl. Right. There, there's no, there's no if, ends or buts about that. She's amazing. We had, uh, she, she's an absolute riot to hang out with. She crashed at the house, uh, on Saturday uh friday night and, if you've ever had uh, their shoes ride with her while you're driving you're lucky she didn't crash into the house she's gonna kill me for saying that <laughs> well hopefully she's like the 300 and something million people in this country that don't listen to the show that uh you would help what i like to call um what i like to call our opportunity audience <laughs> right <laughs> so. oh dear lord <laughs> the uh yeah. the con was really no, fun though we got I mean, to we hung out we hung out the, the one day there in your shop, and um, she was, uh, I just thought that I was saying offensive things, but uh, she never really shied away, so it was, uh, she's definitely in the cool group. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, you, there's a certain level you have to have to hang with us. Those with, Although she didn't crop dust me, though, so I don't know, you know I'm not really she, sure. You don't know. You don't <laughs> know. <laughs> you don't you know. may have just assumed it was me. I mean, if it was me, I would have you assumed it was me. You weren't there that day. Oh, Really? I thought not that this day. was you were there oh, the not other that day. day. The other day. No, we. Yeah, we, uh, I will say one thing. Having a job, like, I couldn't actually go this weekend because my mother's in from out of town. Um, so you know, the, one of the reasons I wasn't able to uh, make the trip down there this weekend, um, which I would have really liked to go because you know, anytime we're together, even when we're doing the mundane, no, it's still a pretty interesting dude, time. It was it was awful. Um, amazing talent great creators, some beautiful, beautiful, wonderful personality women. It was just the worst event ever. You didn't want to go. Trust me. So. It's probably true. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, how, so for those of people who have been, and I'm going to ask this, you know, selfishly because I need to know, but um, how much different is a show like Workbench Con to just the thing we usually go to? A lot different. The vibe is completely different. Which one's better? They um, both have their their thing. Like I personally like Workbench Con better. Okay, so I should have went to that. Well, well, okay. Damn it, it mom! <laughs> Damn it, mom! The uh, the, Go the vibe back where is, you came from. The vibe is cool because you have a bunch of people who are, but it's a different vibe. So, so we this gives us a good opportunity to revisit the content creators versus, like like people who do this for instead of an entertainment or an educational or a, a content position, the rest of the world that makes this for a living or even as a, as a serious hobby. And so it's two different types of shows. So you have some really like this show, there's a lot of personality in it. These are all, I wouldn't say like all alpha personalities because that's not how they are but they're all kind of masters of their own little domain and they're all trying to get the next better hint on how to do what they do. It felt to me like a gathering of serial entrepreneurs that were just excited about an opportunity and to grow a business and to have fun. And 
uh, from the top to the bottom. There were people there who were just getting started, wanting to get started, to people who are in the industry and have been doing well, sharing some of their tips and tricks. And it was just, there was a lot of excitement, a lot of really thick, good, feely stuff in the air. I don't know how else to say it. Mm. I was surprised. I mean, I had reservations about it, and I know there's been some hate out in the community about WorkbenchCon, and you know what? Anybody that does, they can bite my nose. It was a great event. Hey, yeah, there language. was. It, it was. You see it, on the language there. Buddy. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay. It was. I mean, show. there's nothing wrong with the event. There's. There's. It was great. I think uh, there's been some concern about the tickets prices on it, and frankly, I mean, obviously there are costs with with hotels and things like that. But they had an open bar, and I'm pretty sure most people drank their ticket. So <laughs> probably, I, yeah. I, I'm almost positive. If they didn't, that. I handled it for you, so. right? So, so there, it is a completely worthwhile endeavor if you want to deal with content creation related things. This had almost nothing to do with other skills. Mm. So there, there weren't, uh, with the exception actually of of. A couple of, of the, the seminars, Izzy's being one of them, where he talked about imagination and dealing with how to come up with projects and, and how you can learn to be inspired on a daily basis, which was an excellent talk, by the way. I went to it. Thank um, you. And it was, it was a very good conversation to have in that. Now, I'm not a content creator, so there's a lot of things that didn't apply to me, um, but it was still nice seeing that side of the world as, as a person that consumes that, but I have lots of friends and acquaintances that are part of that world. So it was for me more of a way to kind of network and, and get, um, um, that socialization in there. And I don't think that's for everybody because it's not meant for a kind of groupy atmosphere. Um, it's more of a more serious thing than that, mm-hmm. but, um, but it was good. It was good. Is if you're going there to think that you're learning about a craft like woodworking or metalworking or, or whatever the thing is you're doing, that's not what this was about at all. This was about, this was about talking to people that might help sponsor your channels in a way that would be mutually beneficial. And then going to classes that people are that are excellent at their whatever it is, whether it's Pinterest or Instagram I, or things like hmm. that. I think there's a place there also for people who are in business for themselves and are interested in uh, social uh, social media as a platform to advertise. There's a lot of good tips there at how to broaden your audience, reach reach audiences, the SEO stuff, kind of the looks, the and definitely the... They had classes on camera work, on video, and how to do video stuff. So, I mean, there's a benefit there for people who are business owners and want to expand their social media platform as well or to grow that. So, I think, I mean, you could include that in there, I think, Joel, as well. Yeah, I, I think you could. Uh, there's a certain, certainly, uh, it, like, if you took marketing to the nth degree, whether it is marketing is your only job where you market yourself or you market your business, there's right. something to be picked up there. Yeah, so, absolutely. so it's, it's definitely on the marketing side. There are tool companies there, but they're not really, most of them that are there that were there aren't particularly promoting themselves as a, as an outlet for you to be swayed 
to buy their products, more about how their brands could help you in your content creation or how they could help you um, or, uh, or you could help them in in some sort of mutual agreement where your content would uh, promote them and sure, they, be, they could they promote part you. Of the process basically right. then. Yeah. Right. So yeah. and it, it was, I, I can't, I can't think if you're, if you're a heavy, like if you're an Instagram kid, if you're a YouTube creator, if you're, uh, anything other than a podcast guy, then it, I, it's super beneficial. So, so there's, there's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock it at all, but if you're th- coming in thinking this has actually anything to do with the workbench part of the gig, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's just not, it's, it's, it's about well, the creation and, and of the content and marketing. I've kind of always thought of it as something a little bit different than just, you know, <laughs> you know, Hey, it's my workbench, right? Um, it's more of a, you know, what happens on and around the workbench is sort of the idea. I haven't been to one yet and next year. I, I definitely want to go, but, um, like I said, this weekend was just, I uh, didn't have the opportunity because of stuff and reasons, but, well, Mike, you'll you'll be there next year. I think you, I think oh. it's one of those things you need to come to and um, be part of. I would have been there this year. Um, yeah. yeah, just like I said, I mean, you know, your mother yeah. says, "Hey, I'm driving 800 miles to see you." You go, uh, going to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be there. It'll be That's another thousand miles. Four, mom. So, right. you know, good luck. Well, um, I just so you know, my mother will be showing up the weekend of the woodworking show, and I told her to screw off. I'm going to be at the woodworking show. <laughs> yeah. So, I love my mother less than you love yours. I'm just saying. There's no way that's true. But, um, <laughs> uh, sorry, mom, I'm not kidding. Uh, but so, I mean, as far as the. <laughs> She doesn't listen. I can get away with it. But this will be the one time she comes. You're she goes, going to what, hell, son. What was that? What was that podcast thingy you do? I'd be like, uh, it's reclaimed audio. I play a character named Phil. Nice. <laughs> so, um, it was you know, uh, one thing. One thing you said there, Joel, with the uh, you said alpha males. Um, one of the things, and we have our own I, little. Uh, Mike, I want to stop you there. He didn't say alpha males. He said alpha personality because well, this uh, is I'll, this is. I bet I that have was a different a pretty point, close though. to fifty-fifty split there. As oh far yeah, as the, the yeah. People there. I, yeah. I have a. Uh, I have a. I have a different. A different thing though. So it's like. Oh, the, so, it, so it has to be alpha males. Okay, we're we're stick with that. Forget <laughs> forget the gender for a second. But no, one of the things that's uh, most pronounced about this community in my mind is that it because it, you know we have the the woodworking show and the party at Joel's coming up here, um, you know, shortly, and uh, we've got the whole we're doing the, the, the maker thing. And, and when I first went to one, like that was my initial impression was that, like, I mean, we talked about this a thousand times before, but there really aren't any alpha male type personalities in this community. There like, are a few, but they're, they're not yeah, particularly but they're prominent. Not, that's, they are not the norm. And certainly I mean, it's, not Izzy. It's very rare. You walk up to somebody and they puff out their chest and they're there to be the guy, you know, in charge. Like you don't, you, uh-huh. you it's so rare you run into that. In Do this. you want to list them? Because huh? it'd be kind of funny. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm okay with it. But it's like, I mean, like, like I said before, I, I walked up to Izzy. The first time I saw Izzy was, and you got to remember, I've been watching Izzy on YouTube for God knows how long now, right? So I was just fanboying all over. And we had some interaction before, not much, but, um, you know, I walked up to him and he, he's, uh, when he was at your shop, like he pulls out a thing of, you know, Southern comfort, kicks the top <laughs> off of it, takes a swig, hands it over. And that next thing I know we're hugging and kissing each other. That's pretty much and, it. Um, and I have, yeah, the, I have Mike, video evidence by the way, but just, it's just, just so uh, you know, I, I really wasn't 
the tongue thing wasn't really invited. Just so you know. That, it was okay. Well, it I mean, I dealt with it. It wasn't but. frowned upon. I mean, it, I don't I don't remember getting any subpoenas or letters from legal. But but yeah, that was just I mean, and that's really the way the community is as a whole is there's like there's these sort of alpha personalities. Like there's guys in the room when they're in the room, like you just know they're why the room is there. You know what I mean? But they never act like they're the room. You know, it, it's their they're not standing there pounding their chest and, you know, trying to belittle. I mean, everybody is just so welcoming and, you know, oh my God, you're, you know, Mike Laffey, nice to meet you. You know, I saw you, you're funny on the thing and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you're just like, wow, this is, it, it's just such a weird experience because you really think people that are as driven to sort of um, the level of success that, you know, and, and, and talent that a lot of the people we have in this community sort of strive to that they would be complete dicks when you finally meet them. And then you walk up to them and you're like, good God, man, this is like, you know, there, there's none of that there. Like they couldn't be more welcoming, more, more supportive, more, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I walk up to, uh, you know, Jimmy Darista, who's, you know, I mean, the guy kills people and hides them behind that shed in upstate That's New York. True. We know this to be true. We, so we I know mean, that. Documented. There's been several series on Netflix. We absolutely know that that's true. Um, But yeah, so you you just don't get that. Like you walk up to him, you're like, dude, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, you know, he's taking your hat, signing it. He's giving you ice picks. Like he's, you're just like, holy shit. Like, you know, and and you talk to him, he's like, oh yeah, we did that thing. And he remembers you from this last podcast we did a long time ago. And how's your mom doing? And you know, you're just like, wow, what what did I just do? Like, where where did I end up? (laughs) Like, how did I get to this place? So, so yeah, it's it's very strange how alpha this community seems like it would be and how it doesn't translate to that at all. I think, I, mean? I think there's actually a, um, I, I, this is a semi raw thought, but I've been, I haven't quite digested it, but I think the way we do entertainment in this area, this, this maker community and the way we do the learning, there isn't much scripted information. There isn't much scripted activity. So it's pretty much you, the hammer you're using and your personality. And if you're a dick, then it's very hard to hide on the process in general. So, so there isn't big, there aren't big production teams. There aren't hair and makeup people. There aren't people there that are writing down what you're going to do next. And you have that editing process. And it's, it's very hard, I think, for people, I don't think they get much traction when they're jerks about things and when, when they have that personality that you wouldn't want to be a part of. And I think, I think those people that are successful in this area tend to have personalities like Jimmy's and, 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 um, you know, all, there's, I, I'm trying to think of a personality that I wouldn't like to hang out with. But, but it's, it's Izzy's obvious one where he looks very intimidating, but you can see in his videos, he is what he is. He talks the way he talks now and he talks the way he does in his videos. And Jimmy's very much the same way. And I don't think you could, I don't think without teams of people around you in scripted action where you could really hide those personalities and become an actor more than you are the person that you're portraying as a maker. And so. I think, I think you end up with people that you mostly see. I think they're genuinely nice people that are trying to do good things. And, um, and everybody I talked to last night, which was like hundreds of people 
were just super sweet, nice, interested in what people were doing, talking to all other creators. And that's generally how it is anytime we have these events. Mm. Speaking of which, I just, just a quick moment. I, uh, our, our good buddy Red uh, posted on the uh, internet the other day uh, that he just recently lost his grandmother. And when you talk about people who are humble and amazing and just fantastic to interact with, I mean, the guy, you know, English isn't even his first language. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't just, think it's his third language. Uh, yeah, I think it, uh, he, like, he, it's like 10th, but he, just a sweetheart of a dude. And I uh, just wanted to uh, take just one second just to let him know that uh, I love him to death and, and uh, wishing him and his family well while they're going Likewise. through all this stuff. So, Red, um, love you, man. Yeah, love you, Red. Good luck out there, man. I, uh, I hope uh, you guys, you know get to healed up as quick as you can. I know that that whole thing sucks and uh, just wanted to let you know we're thinking about you. So. And long as we're being sweet and as long as everybody else has mentioned this, if you haven't seen all of your favorite makers posting things about this, um, over on templeboyturnings.com, oh, yeah. there is the auction <laughs> going on for McKenna, who is the daughter of one of our very good friends. Oh, you're going uh, somewhere and- else. I you're going a whole different direction than I thought you were going. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, hey, we gotta, yeah, hang on, hang on one second because this Easy, is actually is serious. Nope, and it is very serious. There, She is in a bit of a pickle, and they are working very hard to make sure that she gets well and is putting a very big strain on these fine folks. And this auction is taking all sorts of amazing crafts and artistry and, uh, and maker wares. Uh, and including things from, um, Mackenzie, uh, and, or, um, 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 uh, and Tony Rillo and, and all sorts of people have donated items that you get to bid on. And so if you have a chance, go over to templeboyturnings.com in the next two or three days, because it ends soon and see if there's something that you really want to throw some cash at. Because it's all going to the fine folks that need the help. Um, and we have done it ourselves. So I urge anybody else to uh, drive up those prices and make them ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so we, I think we should donate the balance of our Patreon account to it. Is that what we're yeah, doing, guys? Yeah, absolutely. We can, we can certainly do that. Okay. Uh, $7 to them, and they are... <laughs> In it, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, By the way, uh, for those of you, uh, you know, folks who are out there, um, uh, if you, I know a lot of people, you know, for our Patreon, this is a, it's kind of a call out for people who who want to be involved with our uh, podcast and our community. Um, people that donate to our Patreon, um, and you know, Joel was talking about at the beginning of the show, sort of the fine folks that. Um, you know, come up to us and tell their stories. And, and I can't tell you guys how much, you know, the people that support this show that, that listen, all the downloads that share it with their friends that do the, you know, put the five-star reviews online that, um, send messages, comments, all that. I mean, we love you guys. You know, it's just an absolute blessing to, to have the community around this podcast that we have. I mean, it, we talk about it off the air quite frequently. Um, you know, it's pretty amazing. Uh, one of the things that, you know, for the folks that, you know, if you, if you're part of our Patreon group, if you donate money to this show, um, we cover the cost and the overhead of this show entirely out of our own pockets. So, um, when you donate stuff to this show, we do our best to give that away. Like we, 
for those of you that don't know, I mean, you know, we're, we're always looking for something else to do that's sort of, you know, fun or interesting or, you know, we break balls or sometimes we just flat out give it away. So for people that, um, you know, if you're giving money to our show, just know that we're doing the best we can to, you know, give it back. So for, if you're a subscriber to Patreon, if you give money to the show, if, um, you donate anything in any way, shape or form, we do what we can to, to, you know, do something good with that. And, and, and because the fact that you give it to us is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> So, cause we're just goofballs, but, um, you know, we appreciate it so much. And, and in turn, we try to turn around and do something really great with it. So that's, uh, you know, we may get greedy with it, uh, in the future, but for the time being, <laughs> right. The, the plan is to use it to, uh, to do some cool stuff and, and good things and, and that type of thing. So that's, um, just yeah, a, we're just so damn nice. Halfway. That's what we are. We're oh. amazing people. If you haven't quite gotten I, this conversation, I we're amazing. Before and after the show, just so you know, there's no. As well, you so, should. But yeah, Temple Boy Turnings. The uh, you can see the, the link right there at the top. It's for uh, uh, Marvelous McKenna. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So yeah, click on that link. Get in there. You can sign up. Um, bid up the prices. All the money goes to um, her. They're not keeping any of it. There's no. You know, all the makers have donated all their stuff. Uh, pretty interesting, pretty cool things on there. So, and again, just another, just another thing about this community to see people sort of rally around. I just put a, I put a link to the auction in the uh, chat. Sweet. Uh, Just did that. And let everybody else know, I didn't, I did not know that this was going on at this level. I did not realize it. So I'm going to donate. They actually didn't ask for me for anything, which I don't know how to take that. Tomorrow I'm going to get a hold of them and I'm going to donate the horn hat. With all the stickers on it to this. Game. Shut up! So Shut the gonna... fuck up! <laughs> Wait a minute, that's like a relic. <laughs> Wait, that's going to be available for auction. So um, I'll get that handled tomorrow. So so. Shut up! We do that. So yeah, that's, well, this, this is if, worthy. If they this... will take late, if they will take late entries, then I will put in a, a Spartan block with knife set and the whole big deal. All right. Well, I'm gonna. They have to. I'm not, they have to. I'm they, not they giving won't. them a choice. So right. that's mm-hmm. that's going to be up on the auction block come tomorrow afternoon, I think, as soon as he can get it handled. Awesome, Steve. If you listen, he's coming for you. That's right. <laughs> get it up. We have so. to do this. I mean, the the Mackenzie's father is one of the heroes of our country. He's a firefighter. He's a fire chief. I mean, he's done so much for everybody. I mean, you know, and he's a sweetheart. And he is. You know, this guy's. I, I mentioned one time made these really cool acrylic pencils and i said you know that's really cool i think my daughters would like something like that it was just giving me was saying something out loud that i might i might build for my daughters the next time i saw him he shows up with these two gorgeous gorgeous you know turnings of the acrylics different colors he's got them in these nice velvet sleeves he goes here these are for your daughters just out, out of some offhanded comment i said and this is already a guy who's taking care of a family and working out working a serious job this is these are the good people we need to take care of them. Yeah, and you you guys can't forget that he's the one who took in uh, uh, Sterling when Sterling. He his, yep, when he busted up his vehicle going to Tony's slip and slide, and it took him in for nearly a week before they got the truck fixed again. Yeah, and so he, and he did it. He was Sterling posted something online. And he was like, "Hey, I'm right there. I'll see you in five minutes." So yeah, yeah, like like it was just no problem. We yeah. got it handled. That's the kind of people that you want to hang out with, people. 
Yes, it is. Speaking of which, the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta gathering is in, um, 18 days from recording. Well, 17 by the time this comes out, uh, 17, who 16. knows how long from when you download so, and listen. So just, just right. So, uh, so if you're, if you're thinking about making it, we've got about 200 people coming up. And if you uh, download this at the end of March, it's already over. Sorry. Yeah. And, we and had a was, great time. By it the way. was amazing by the way. And we're sorry we missed you, <laughs> but the, uh, the con was good. We, you were sorely missed and, uh, and, and Izzy was a huge hit. His rooms were packed for his talks. Uh, as well they should be because he is a man that has good information and he's a presence man you were saying you were saying that you know when somebody walks in the room everybody kind of hushes up when Izzy comes in it's true like he's like six foot tall or he's six foot six like yeah it's although i will say watching him like wear sleeves is disconcerting not only that but but like like people are like holy shit you're not bald you have hair yeah (laughs) it's true yeah i have a lot of hair um, it was a, it was a great event and it was actually a very unique learning experience for me. Um, I have talked in front of hundreds, sometimes thousands of factory floor workers and explaining process and, you know, you're going to do this. It should take 26 seconds. If it takes longer than that, let me know. We're doing something wrong. We'll figure it out. You know, just I'm, I've done that. I, you know, I've been in front of lots of people. So I going there, I was like, I got this. I'm not nervous. No big deal. You know? And I did, I actually managed to write down quite a bit of information for the presentation. And I got there and I got the vibe of the place and I just like scratched it. I'm like, done, I'm not using this. So I just took some, I made a quick outline and and went with it. But when I got up for the first time to talk in front of my peers, it was, I got up, everything's fine. Literally until the moment I opened my mouth, I was fine. And at that moment, I actually, for the first time in a very long time, was nervous about something. So, you know, well, it didn't show you handled it. Well, well how great you. does that feel though? Like it when you... felt amazing. It was a wonderful feeling. I actually tripped over my tongue a couple of you know, the word, my words a couple of times until I kind of got my flow down. It was, it was good. And actually the, the topic was so, was unique. The, the, I, I had asked, um, I had asked Kristen to call it unchain your imagination. Cause that's kind of a, not really a model, but maybe a mantra of mine when, you know, in for my life i don't want to i don't want to chain up the things that i can i do and i don't ever want to be afraid to try something you know so um, hashtag butt stuff <laughs> except for that <laughs> <laughs> and sorry uh, i couldn't resist <laughs> it was great and the feedback that i got was probably 50 times more valuable than the actual presentation i think i read there was a, there was this overlying thing that I got a very quick feel for, and it actually changed the way I presented the second time a little bit about this. There's a lot of really driven, creative people out there who are, and for lack of a better way of saying it, possibly, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but paralyzed by the fear of failure. You know, they want to do this thing, and they get to a certain point, and they've got plans, they've got the idea, they've got the drive, they have the desire, but they get to this wall that they build for themselves and it, it's a self i mean it's a self-induced um you know it's a self-induced wall it's this place where we go to where we actually sabotage ourselves i think and i think it's more than just in the creator world i think it's in a lot more than that and it's um one of those things that i've been thinking about ever since that first that first presentation and i think this you know it's a topic that i'd like to actually maybe even at some point write a book on 
and um, it was just a really, really unique insight that is blatantly obvious that I just never really realized how much it has an effect on so many different people, you know. So I was, I was like, this is something that needs to be discussed more. I mean, you know, how do we get in? <laughs> how do we get out of our own way? You know, how how can how can we how can we put information in our brains and practices in in our processes in our daily lives that can help us literally get out of our own way? Because that's the problem I saw. I saw people who were talented, who were curious, who were you know um, had desire and passion, but they were literally just in their own way. So I'm I'm that was something that was a very unique learning experience for me, and it was something I saw a lot of while I was there. Have you? So, can you think of a time that you were sort of trying to get somewhere and just hit sort of a creative block and were just sort of stumbling over yourself? All the time. So just like, I mean, just in, not sort of generally speaking, specifically, like what, what, give, me a, give me a time when you hit a wall and just how you got out of it because I think that that is incredibly beneficial to people well, who in, get in stuck the, in those spots. In my video stuff, I probably haven't because most of the stuff I do is well within my rep, well within my grasp. Um, in my professional life, there are things where I've come to a point where I'm like, I'm not sure how I'm going to make this go faster, or I'm not sure what kind of design or machine could I, could be either built or purchased to make something go faster. And as that, those things are can be pretty scary, especially when there's a reputation and money and um, a lot of other things on the line. Because if you you know if you flop, you're only as good as your net, your last job in in this industry. And if you flop, it gets around fast. It's a small enough industry that word travels extremely fast. So, so there are times when I've had to um, really challenge myself. And, um, you know, I think, but for me, there's, there's the, I've developed a natural set of processes for me to step through when I get into a position like that. And first of all, the first, you know, the first one is action. You know, I don't stop. I'm not, I don't, I'm not paralyzed by that fear of, oh, I'm, I can't do this. It's more like, I, I know there's enough information out there for me to digest that I can get through this problem. It's just finding the information and, or developing a process to get through the, to get through that challenge. And, um, but yeah, I think the number one thing for me was always just don't stop. It's always about taking that next step. It's always, there's the action of moving forward. And that's kind of, been my my go-to and that, i know that sounds fairly generic but it really isn't it's it, it it's the thing that keeps people moving instead of stopping at that wall even though you're not sure what you're going to do pat when you get past that wall it doesn't have to be right it just has to be done and then you take another step and another and then the picture solidifies as you do that you know and you become when you step through that wall you become hyper focused and that when you're hyper focused you tap into places in your brain that you don't tap into in your daily life when you're going through your daily routines now this is something i actually talked about in the presentation you know we live fairly you know we, we live fairly repetitive lifestyles as as people we get up we do the same things we make our bed we brush our teeth put on our shoes wear put on our underwear most of us um whoa easy and, whoa, and we go to work whoa it's not start right. judging Hey, don't. some people people actually wear pants. I, I, it's weird, but they do. I don't. I don't want to talk um, about those people. I don't. You know, I don't have any room for that type of negativity in my life. 
so anyway, the idea is, you know, we, we go to work, we do the same things. We stop at the same coffee shop, order the same thing. We, we become this routine drone. And when we're in that, in that process of our day, our bodies, our subconscious minds take over for us when we drive. When you're driving, you're literally between, let's say you drive a, a half hour away to work. You've completed 300, 400,000 individual movements that if you had to consciously think of, you would be exhausted by the time you got to, got to work. Our brains are designed to process consciously 40 bits of information. Subconsciously, 40 bits of information per second. Let me, let me define that. Subconsciously, our brains are, are literally processing 200,000 bits of information per second. When you're hyper-focused, when you step past that wall, you're out of your comfort zone, you're in that place where you're uncomfortable, you become hyper-focused, you're able to kind of, in a way, draw from that 200,000 bits of information that your brain is just shuffling through at lightning speed. So those kind of things, you can kind of tap into that power that you have. This would explain why I can't fold laundry. I I'm fine. I'm I'm very aware of of how how to do like the laundry. It's the getting it out out of the basket and putting it in there. And then once that happens, I just I lose all focus. There's I can't do it. I I'm fine with you know putting the bleach in the detergent. The you know separating the colors, like all that's all frontal lobe. And I'm 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 serious about it. And once it comes out, I'm like ah, it looks fine in the basket. <laughs> you know, one of my biggest barriers to creativity is, is that the thought is always cooler than the finished product. So that's the, uh, I, 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 I sort of ward off my own disappointment because the concepts are always a lot, a lot better. Um, yeah, in your, in your brain, you have perfect light. Yeah. Well, that's just <laughs> it. Is it's like, uh, you know, the, the, when I, anytime I'm in the middle of something, like when I, when I, you know, like when I'm making that, uh, the, the, that outfit table, right? The idea of the outfit table is probably a lot cooler than the outfit table when it's finished. You know what I mean? But mm. like at some point, your outfit table is fantastic. I think I'm not you, picked a bad, you, you picked a bad example there. Well, yeah, I'm just you, saying you like the, I'm just talking about the, the, the concept of making it, um, because the people can't criticize an idea like they can't, they, cause they can't, it, or, or at least the criticism is a lot freer place for me to kind of, you know, defend because there's nothing that you can criticize and I can't take any, any credit or fault for something that's not completed. It's just a concept, right? So it's, um, that's actually one of the things that I, I find myself fighting with the most is that, um, I'll have an idea of something really cool I want to build. And then when I start building, I have to fight off the, um, you know, sort of the, the, what I, what I feel is going to be the failure of its completion, you know, now that's ridiculous because I'm awesome and the things I make are usually pretty cool, but, um, <laughs> and modest and humble, uh, very, very modest, very humble. But the, uh, humble. but yeah, so it's, that's the thing is with me, I gotta, I gotta like, I gotta keep pushing through to kind of, you know, just sort of wrap things up and get it done because once it's done, I get, you know, I, I get an immense amount of pride, even from things that are a complete and total shit show. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but that's, it's just the, the concept in my head is always a lot cooler. You know yeah, what I mean? So you're talking about a, something most people experience when they're creating something. That's it's the creative process. The idea is great. You start the momentum, you start the project, and through that project there are moments of doubt. It's it's and the, a lot of times that's why people have tons of finished on products around. Other than that, it's the other side of it where they have too many ideas and they just don't stop. But it's the creative process. And I mean I 
when I first started the first 15 years of designing and building furniture, I, I suffered through that greatly. I would get to a certain point in the build and I'm looking at it and I'm, there's no finish on it. It's still in the rough. There's pieces laying all over the place. And I'm looking at this like, this is junk. What am I even doing? Unfortunately for me, I had the, the, the drive of the, there's a paycheck on the other side of finishing that thing. So mm. it wasn't necessarily, um, it wasn't something I could dwell on for very long because I needed the paycheck. But I mean, that's something that we all, I think everybody, and if, if you don't, you're an Elon Musk or, you know, an Einstein or something like that. But I think, um, you know, that's just something we all experience. And I call, I call it the 66%. It's, it's the, it's two thirds when you're, when you're two thirds the way through the project and you've gotten through like the initial, like startup time, getting it like put together and ordering in the things and doing the stuff. And, and, and you've got it like half built and you got the engineering pretty much figured out and you're just about, you're over halfway built and it gets either you lose a little bit of confidence in your idea or the idea is becoming more of a pain in the ass than you realized it was when you were dreaming it up in the first place or whatever. It's just about two thirds through the project <laughs> where you get that there's there's like three or four different avenues where that doubt can start and then it sits in the back of the shop for two three four weeks while you dream of other cool projects and then then you get basically 33 percent of guilt to get you through the rest well <laughs> get it done. There's, there's another process for that too and it's something i learned a while back it's called the you know it's it's a paradox we we say we say to ourselves this is junk or this is difficult or i can't do this because so what I, what I learned to do with myself, and I, I think this is something that people who do this continually and, you know, on and on in years and years, they kind of develop this instead of, instead, instead of saying this is too difficult, I reverse it and I say, this is easy in my brain. I convince myself that it's easy because ultimately it is, there's no, there's nothing in this planet. And this is something I talked about as well. There's nothing on this planet man-made or otherwise that isn't either the combination of a straight line and a, and a curve extruded. That's all this is. I mean, anything made or painted or anything is nothing more than a straight line or a curve that's been extruded in some way, shape, or form. We can all make a curve. We can all make a cut, a straight line. Well, we can't make a perfect curve. We can all sand it to one. But the <laughs> idea is, you know, the idea is instead of saying, this is too hard for me, you, you use the paradox of that and say, this is easy, and then you break it down to its base components. At its base components, there is nothing on this planet that is complicated. Nothing. Spaceships, rockets, nothing. Literally. You know, it's funny, it's funny you say that because there is, and I'm, I'm going to be a dick for a second here, um, but there is very little in this world that I've wanted to figure out that I haven't been able to. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, there's, right. there, if there's something I want to do, I usually find a way to do it. And yet, there's always like, that little nagging, that little bitch voice in your head that's just like, you won't be able to do this. You can't figure it out. You know, it's just, and, and for some reason, we give a little bit of, we give a little bit of space in our head to that voice, you know, probably way more than it ever needs. There's always sort of that way more. Worry. It has a huge megaphone. It's not Doesn't worth it. Doesn't it though? It's, yeah, there's, there's plenty of times. I mean, we do it, I mean, we do it all the time where, where, where the thought doesn't even get half formed in your brain and you shoot it down. Mm. Like, like you get, you get half a thought about something and you're, I can't 
think of how many times it, and you won't realize it. You just shot it down. Like, like you said, Oh, that's a neat idea. And all I need to do is, nah, never mind. It won't work. And then sometimes that's reasonable, but sometimes it's just pure self doubt. See, this See, is I share ideas. This I is share it. ideas like that all the time. Like I'll, I'll share something I want to build just because that way I'll know people will ask about it later. This so, conversation, <laughs> you know I mean? this conversation that we are having right now, I had the same conversation in different forms, whether it was smaller forms, larger forms, in different sequences and different processes. This is the same conversation I had over and over and over again at WorkbenchCon after somebody listened to my talk. They came up to me and said, hey, this really struck a chord or this part struck a chord, but ultimately it led down to this very thing. Right. We need to learn to get the fuck out of our way. Literally. And I think that's really all it is. And it's, there's, you know, there's, there's nothing magical about this. There's nothing complex about it. There's nothing, there's no mystery to it. There's no magic number. It's not 23. You know, it is literally, we just need to get out of our own headspace and, and let, let us do what we know we can do instead of putting all these roadblocks up that, that we put up. Self-imposed, most of them too. And that comes from learning how to focus. That comes from learning how to tap into you know, learning how to tap into those skill sets that you already have or know how to get. I mean, information is readily available. You, it's, it's just everywhere. You cannot stop because of, I don't know how to do this, because you can find the, I know how to do this pretty damn easily. You carry it around in your pocket. There really aren't any excuses anymore. So this is, what I, this is the same thing that over and over and over again I experienced, whether it was an emotional roadblock, whether it was a, a, a physical roadblock, something cognitive, something that is tangible. It's all the same thing. It's we put these barriers up for ourselves. So how do we diminish that? How do we, how do we set up processes? It's simple. We set up a process that we, we get to this roadblock. We understand that this is our roadblock. Everyone knows what it is. Everybody knows themselves well enough to know that this is my roadblock. Design a process to step through that roadblock. When you get to that roadblock, you have a plan. You are ready for it. You understand it. You're going to beast it out. You're not going to let that demon fuck with your head. You're going to kill it. (laughs) By the way, I have, this reminds me of a conversation. None of you will appreciate this because you don't know who the guy I'm talking about. This little guy, Sammy, I used to work with when I used to do car stereo installation. He's one of these little like wise thugs, like you know he's like you know the guy I'm talking about, right? He's just a little like hood rat looking, you know, weighs like sixty seven pounds, pants around his ankles. One of the funniest human beings ever. And we were talking about something, and he said, I was talking to him about something. He goes, "Come on, man," he said, "You on an open road? You pulling your own damn speed bump? What you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> And I can just think, I, I can hear him saying it. You on a, you got the open road, baby. You got you pulling your old damn speed bump. Why are you slowing down? Just keep going. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. That's a great analogy. You know. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I have awesome. to tell you, I I overcame. Uh, we had a project, so I, 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 I don't have anything inspirational to say. In fact, this is literally about a shithole. But I uh, I came off a of vacation, <laughs> and. Uh, and I can tell I, the story uh, in Sammy's voice later if you want. Right, to. right, please. <laughs> so baby, dig I, uh, that shithole, baby. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> dig that shithole. Uh, so, uh, so I came off a of vacation, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm always. It's nice to come off of visiting family and 
and kind of getting back into the groove. And like I, I said, what are the, I always have a list of about 30 things that are going on at any one time. And we kind of stage them with no particular method in mind, other than the fact that we're usually waiting on parts or getting something done or there's delivery or whatever it is. We've got about 30 things going on at any one time. And this one happened to do with the property and I needed to get some plumbing things done on the waste side. So I got the backhoe out and I started digging up a pipeline that I knew had, well, actually it's even worse than that. I had hired a plumber who had put in uh, a snake to try to clear the, the slow drain. Well, the snake got caught in the drain. 30 feet of snake has been living in my, my, my poo drain for, and anytime anybody wants to <laughs> not coming on that is, is good <laughs> uh, for, for like, for like 60 days. Right. And so I'm like, oh, well, I got to rip up these lines and put them in. And well, I have a backhoe and that makes it actually like, like there are certain tools that you have that, that allow certain projects where other people are like, oh my God, that's going to cost like $10,000. You're like, no, it's going to take, take about three gallons of diesel and, and about an hour and a half. So, uh, so I did all this. You're plugging up your own shit, baby. What are you doing? (laughs) Thank you, Sammy. And, uh. And so, uh, so I, I dug down and uh, thinking I'm going to find this line and where it's going to, I did find the line. I knew where the, the outlet was and it goes to a septic tank on my property. Let me mention that us and the previous owners and the previous owners before that have been paying for sewage to the city for like 20 years. So nobody had a clue. There was a gas line on top of the septic tank and about 20 years of roots on top of it that we had to cut through. You got your and own so, shit, baby. What you doing? That's right. <laughs> and so, so we, it's, it was one of those projects where I kept, this is, this is one of those, like I got about 66% <laughs> of the way done and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like here I am j- jumping that's in a exactly hole. That's exactly what he said. That's exactly what the hell am I doing? What are you doing? And, and and I got down and I'm like, I'm about to sawzall a gas line because I knew it was shut off. But you know, it's like like at a certain point you go, I don't. This isn't me. I don't do this. This is this is not what I do. I'm not, I'm not digging trenches and and pulling up plumbing lines. I've never been a plumber in my entire life. So uh, so long story short, we found a septic tank. And, uh, all things good and well, we've cut lines and, and did some things and it's getting pumped out tomorrow and you can congratulate me when I close it back up. Yeah. So what were you guys talking about? Inspiration, right? Way to kill a motivational <laughs> talk, brother. <laughs> I just, you guys are getting a little, you're getting a little too, uh, high in there. I wanted to put in the poop. No, no motivational stocks for Joel. <laughs> mm. Mine, own, mine are very good. You got your direct. own shit, baby. What you doing? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, the good news is the good news is when you flush around here, bam, it goes down. I mean, like, like with some with some oomph. Don't don't courtesy flush; it'll take your balls down the drain. <laughs> That's right. Don't form an air gasket, people. Yeah. You just hear screams coming from Joe. <laughs> So last time I stayed at Joel's, he let I used the shower in, in his room, and he had I don't know what you did to the thing, 
but I've I never pissed felt off every eco- e- ecological group in the world. <laughs> I've never felt a shower that sprays that hard, and it was amazing. By the so way, now, folks, all, if you, now if all I'm if, thinking is Joel's going to drill a hole in the toilet. It's going to suck your ass right down it. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't usually flush when I'm sitting on it. I, Why I are you try flushing not. your own balls, baby? What you doing? <laughs> I uh it, oh, tips and tricks no. here, right? So uh so so shower heads these days come with restrictor plates, much like NASCAR cars do. And I'm gonna, uh, if I'm, I'm gonna see and see on the side, don't flush while sitting on the toilet. Yeah, that's right, you should. I have the most powerful shitter in the world, rise, people. Rise to rise to courtesy flush. <laughs> Your balls will thank you. Constipation <laughs> is no longer a problem, folks. <laughs> right. Oh, the unpuckerer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, how so, did we uh, get? How did we get here? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 always about the fifty minute mark. This is why I love hanging out with you guys. <laughs> it, it goes from weird to real weird. Well, it's you know, it's, and people have asked us about the, the the podcast and what we do and 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 why we do this. And the fact of the matter is, it's one hour, one and a half hours that we we have to set aside together a week. Like we just, we start, we pull ourselves away from our family. We do this, we stop business, we do whatever we do. We sit down for an hour and a half and we talk to each other. And it is, if it's anything, uh, other than a podcast, it could only be called therapy. Right. I mean, it's just a therapy session where you talk with friends. And sometimes we hit on some good notes and other times it's just three cats BS and yeah. Yeah. Yes. Trying to be and, better people. And the wisdom of Sammy. <laughs> and the wisdom, the wisdom of Sammy. Something tells if me I was trying be, to be better, a I recurring be, bit on my show. I was, I'm not sure I'd pick you two if I was trying to be a better person. I just want to be human. <laughs> Jesus, oh please! Good thing I don't have feelings. Please, is he? We're we're quality. You can't, you can't buy this kind of therapy. I love you guys they with all they the don't world. License you this know kind I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I wouldn't listen to me either. <laughs> You'd hit yourself in the mouth. Ah, you, well, here's the thing. You guys don't hear all the thoughts in my head. I do. So I know the <laughs> bullshit that's swirling around up there. <laughs> so, Well, that's why we come here. We need to keep our sanity, don't we, Mike? Something. Yeah. I, can I mention something? I'm tired of seeing the Sawsoft Blade hit a uh, hot dog. Can they change it up a little bit? I want to see somebody put their ball bag on there. Let's see a real commitment. Testicles on the two by four. Let's <laughs> let's do it. You know the engineers like, yeah, I'll do this. I believe in our product, and there's like, Jesus, I hope Eddie wasn't hungover. <laughs> this is that day, wasn't it? Let me see when this was manufactured. Eddie was going through a divorce. Yeah. I don't know. It's you, you know whatever it is. Hey Eddie, bring your balls. Bring your balls. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I want to try. Yeah, that's the uh you want saw stop to go viral. I, I want I, I want them to I want them to do a yeah. thing. Putting putting one in a YouTube uh video, you know, for a maker to to do a couple of cabinets with isn't how you get it done. That's no, the, you uh, drop the balls. Drop the balls on that thing and let's see. Hashtag drop the balls. <laughs> <Hashtag>. <laughs> this is the part where Izzy goes completely quiet. Ah, no. <laughs> Izzy's starting yeah. to learn. This is this is the good stuff. This is why people tune in. See, this right. is the thing when people come up to Izzy after we've done a you know, after we've done any type of uh, you know podcasting, and they come up to him after a show, they always bring up the stuff that he didn't want to talk about is the reason they love the show. So that's right. 
So the weeks after, you know, any one of these cons or, you know, work, you know, maker meetups, he's always a little bit looser. <laughs> and so, cause he's like, yeah, you remember that time Mike talked about tying his penis in a knot? That was hilarious, wasn't it? And Izzy's like, no. <laughs> and, they, and they wonder why I hammer a fifth down every night of one of yeah. his workbench cons. <laughs> he's like, why? Why did I By the way, I don't, I don't particularly drink. I don't have anything against drinking. Uh, I had, uh, alcoholics growing up as, as parents and family members. And I figured I have enough vices of, of my own. So I do other things like eat too much and smoke and do those things. So, uh, so I took drinking off the list a few years ago nice. and, uh, and I, but I, Izzy can attest to this. I must've had 15 Starbucks runs. I, my mind was going so fast with caffeine by the end of those nights that I could not concentrate on the words I was saying. I'm not even sure I felt, I w- it didn't feel drunk. What I felt was like all these really smart people around me were having these really good conversations and I was trying my damnedest to keep up. And I felt like there's completely possible that these people think that I'm high. And in a way, I guess it's possible. I maybe was, but, but completely legally and, and like every, high moment a poor choice so i apologize to anybody it was the caffeine I, and also my personality between those two things it was a, it was it was a disaster speaking show. speaking between of smoking i want to toot my own horn here for a minute because yeah you do your guys's um you guys's feedback and and um comments and and attaboys have been really been really helpful today i am on day 16 of no cigarettes so you're awesome month, boys yep I have been using some nicotine supplements to help kind of satiate the urges. And what I found is like, I've, I've been using Nicorette gum or these little snus things. And, uh, yesterday I, I think normally I've been going through 10 or 15 a day. Yesterday I went through four today. I've had two. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm nice. Dude. I'm thinking well, do yourself I'm, a favor. I'm literally just a couple of days away from being completely nicotine free in my life. Well, uh, keep in mind that the, uh, don't take a lot of pride in not taking nicotine because at some point your body may crave that. So keep that stuff around because oh, yeah, if you I'm, want that yeah. make sure it's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I am but. doing that. And honestly, I think the Kratom that, um, you turned me on to Mike for my back pain has been helping. I think that's been part of the success of this. Well, so, yes. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a whole show unto itself. Yeah. We're so. not going to get into that right now, but. <laughs> Let's, no, talk about anyway. herbal, let's talk about Everybody herbal, needs a thing. herbal remedies. <laughs> right so, on, right on. So, yeah, no, we're, uh, yeah, congratulations, dude. Like I told you before, I, I selfishly want you to stop because uh, I want you around. I will say one thing, though. It's nice to uh, not have to take a break or have to worry about editing out you coughing out to the point where I think you're dying. Right. Uh, it literally, just for talking it, it, for an hour. The smoking cough, the smoker's cough was getting bad, and literally within three days it was gone. I'm not coughing all night when I lay down. I'm not coughing during the day. I can have a conversation without excusing myself. It's been amazing. And the yeah. last few days, I've been able to take these breaths so deep that I, I haven't been able to take in 20 years. It's, it's a, See, that's it's not a, it's an amazing I, I, One of the things, you know, they say that uh, smoking can cause erection problems, and that's enough for me to never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no problem in that is department, that pal. Is linked, <laughs> yeah, so all you do is tell me is something is linked to that, and I'm done. Like, whatever that is, I'm done. Like, well, yeah, showering can cause erection problems. I'm you like, know, oh, well. <laughs> they, say, they say you can taste food better when you don't smoke, Bring but on the I, I, I'm not sure that's true because before I, I ate nothing, a lot of spicy-ass foods and, Actually, actually, is it funny enough? I can tell you that it is true. 
but it takes like a good month or so for those okay. things to well, chill I haven't, out. I haven't really seen the effect of that yet. You, you'll get there. Okay. Well, the, uh, by the way, the, I just want to say thank you also for putting your man satchel behind you while we record the, the video. <laughs> he does like, have a man satchel. That's the, the Indiana right Jones bag. <laughs> Wait, yep. just take it out. No, I actually, I, um, I, when, before, before the show, I was like, I need, I need a decent computer bag and a couple things and it was a decent month on Amazon. So we get a little, I get a little, I don't, I put some Amazon links out. I don't get huge returns from that because I don't do it a lot, but uh, I do get a little bit. And I was asking for a gift card so I can just use that to buy things for the shop or what I needed. So I bought nice. I bought a leather, a goat leather for all you lovers out there of leather. <laughs> I got goat nice. leather, um, you know, like carry-on bag for when I fly. And then I got the um, the regular leather um, uh computer bag and i'm telling you i really like the feel and look of it i hate having to unbuckle straps to get to everything i'm gonna put you were professor you were you were professor izzy this weekend oh god no please don't say that by yeah. the way i have to tell you my wife came to the the con uh on friday saturday uh and and, and stayed through saturday afternoon and, and the evening and the after party and everything like that i am second fiddle immediately like i cannot tell you how many people came up to me and says hey joel nice to meet you i'm blah 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 is this your wife i've heard a lot about her she seems much nicer than you yeah that's the conversation pretty much the whole way back from atlanta was how much nicer your wife is than you are yeah and yeah. that's and it is absolutely true and uh annoying because i put on a good act and uh i like mm. to think that uh, well okay mm. sure well <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Whatever. I don't. Whatever. Well, I was just gonna say I don't think it's an act. I think you're a genuinely sweet person, but uh, I I am not. The, I'm an asshole, and that's how we're gonna keep it. Yeah, but you're my kind of asshole, which makes me. Yeah, sweet. I know. So that's the uh, because you kiss can't me, be as horrible kiss me, as you I fool. am. Right on. But, uh, <laughs> but Margo's a different type of human. Yeah, Margo. So Margo just, killed it. Like like everybody. Like 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 Jimmy dresses. Like stopped, walked over, gave her a hug. You know, everybody, like everybody stops when Margo walks in the room. Like if you're talking about like alpha males, like stopping only in the room. She's completely different. She's like, she, she kills you with kindness. Mm -hmm. So she that's also like, keeps the berries like out, the, the bodies buried out by the shed. The room. That's, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's an unseen butterfly just flew in the room sparkling and everybody mm -hmm. just wants to see it. That's so, right. It was a, it was a, it was a fun weekend. I'm excited about the Atlanta show. That's uh, I'm guessing uh, I don't have any official news or anything like that, but I'm guessing this Atlanta show will probably be the last gathering that will focus around the wood show. Um, as that kind of, from the looks of it, I and think the guys, let's be clear on this. There's just right now, there's so much going on with Peachtree pulling out. There's just tons of rumors flying every which direction. And what's legit and what not legit is just too hard to, you know, it's too hard to tell. And, the and even, from, even right? beyond so. that, if, if workbench con continues to be a thing and they're, and they're, they're doing their thing at the end of, of, uh, February into March, then these events, this, this side of town are a little bit too much, too close. And so it's hard to get, we, we like these things. Like one of the things we love is the fact that the Klingsparks extravaganza is in October on the last weekend of October and everything's kind of calmed down for the summer and there aren't many events going on right then. So it makes us, uh, it makes it much easier for us to do that as a big maker meetup uh, in October 
And then we have another thing we're working on. Izzy is also working on it for Atlanta. So, and that's actually really huge news. I know. I'm not mentioning what, but it's really huge news. All right, well, we got to end the show because I haven't heard this yet. You haven't heard this yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, everybody. It's been great. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm... I'm excited. The uh, as a matter of fact, it's gotten to the point where my family starts asking me. So uh, when, are you going to Georgia? <laughs> when are you going to Georgia? Well, I, I will say this. I think at a point we're at a point in this community that it's time to start opening our wings up to a larger spectrum than just the woodworking shows. And I'm talking across the board. Let's get all makers together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, during during the like skill type conferences like FabTech, which is a much bigger venue we have a lot of metalworking and metalworking enthusiasts that are going to these and fabricators and, and machinists that are going to shows like that and they FabTech rotates so uh, they do it like in atlanta chicago uh vegas chicago atlanta they keep switching every year or so they bounce around and uh those are really good meetups and then of course we now have workbench con which is getting bigger and uh this year was i think twice as big as the previous year and um so we're we're just we need to focus more in and it's it really important guys that you get out and and see these people because it's fun watching them or doing your own videos or staying in your own uh in your own workshop and doing the stuff you love but the community yeah. when you like you get like you walk out of those rooms the next day you are just absolutely filled with energy and well, you're exhausted, but the next day after that, you're absolutely brimming with ideas and inspiration and passion for the things you do. And these, these little events are, I walk away from going, the community is amazing. I want to build things and make stuff and do all the cool things. Yeah. There's literally so much. Go ahead, Izzy. I was just going to say, and there literally, there's so much that we do that that cross pollinates with other genres and and you know people and and technologies so it just makes sense to kind of try and incorporate a, a single massive event to get all these people together so well and, and the thing is is that you know when you when you meet these folks for the first time um it is it is really really amazing how you can meet somebody once and then have just a really like deep sort of meaningful relationship with them for a very long time. You know, like, um, our, I think about the guys I met at the first woodworking show that, you know, just guys I'd known on the, you know, on the internet basically for, for years. Um, and then to have a chance to finally meet them, hang out with them, the way the relationship felt after that day, um, was completely different. Like these are just, uh, it's hard to describe it's, um, but being able to, like have those interactions, be able to hug like, you know, guys that you consider giants, you know what I mean? Or just, um, it, it was, it was a very Joel different a experience. Yeah, it's, it's a very different experience because, and part of the, part of that is because these guys and gals, they are exactly who you think they are. Like, that's just, you know, that, that was the thing I've said this a thousand times in this podcast and off the show and everything. But when you meet these folks, like you, you have this sort of idea of who they are and then you meet them and you're like, son of a bitch. That's exactly who I thought it was. It's just, um, it's, it's gotten really, and like I said before, the last, last year I was actually in a situation where people were coming there to meet me because they listened to the show. 
And that's a really weird experience. You're like, you wait a minute. You came here from where to say hi to me? Me? This guy? Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> so it's um, it's a really weird experience. But if you have an opportunity to go to some of these things, you know, if you're ever hesitant on the fence, save your pennies. Absolutely, pennies. should do it because it is. Um, I don't want to say life changing because that's probably uh, hyperbolic, but it it's definitely um, an experience that you will cherish and. Uh, I'd like to say, I go every year now. I mean, every year we we try to, I mean, you know, these guys call me up and go, hey, we're driving to uh, Hickory. You want to go for the ride? And I call into work. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, right. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's worth, worth the effort. It. It's absolutely worth the effort. And any, any sort of, uh, you know, feelings you have of animosity that, you know, that might not go the way you think it will, um, it, it, it is exactly what you bring to it. And, uh, you know, if you go there to, be part of the community, meet people, um, you know, have a good time. You will find it there. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. So, yeah. Yeah. But when you get out of it, what you bring to it, you come with a yeah. bad attitude. You're leaving with one. I promise. Oh yeah. Nobody comes with a bad attitude. Nobody comes with a bad. Attitude. I mean, I mean, they, if they do, they just, you just, they're by themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's not how it, it's just positive people flock to positive people. Oh yeah. So but, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good time uh, had by all. I I strongly encourage you to do this from the date of publishing. If you guys yeah, get down in Georgia, right. get your ass down there. So it's uh it's cheap flights. Atlanta. Usually usually a couple hundred bucks get you here. Uber gets you where you need to be. It's true. Yep. Oh, and I and, and I'm driving, so uh, you know, if you need to ride uh to and from events, I mean I always have a car when I'm down there and I usually drive alone. So there's there's always room in the uh in in the sonata crop dusting, <laughs> crop for dusting. Crop dusting. <laughs> <laughs> Megan you got to find your own ride <laughs> it's too close to Taco Tuesday when we get down there Megan and, Megan and her husband are very sweet people they're very nice they're they're genuinely uh happy to fans, be apparently. a part of this and it's it's a good it was a fun experience to hang with them a little bit and uh i think they had a lot of fun at at the con and we were and, all absolutely and exhausted and the, hoarse at the con megan and megan and her husband john had uh, committed to coming down to the atlanta event so they'll be there they're going to bring uh, john's brother down and it's going to be a blast so come down and meet megan yeah yeah she's cuter than izzy and that's saying something no she's not no one's cute she is him yeah, yeah john's I was ready to deny that outright yeah Maybe okay. Tony. Okay. Tony might be slightly Listen, cuter than me, but that's it. Is Tony going to be there? Mm. Tony. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, damn oh yeah, it. he's coming. No Tony Rouleau, the master of <laughs> of the of the uh, slip and slide and uh, secondary. He makes pretty good planes. And he kisses. But this is he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a lot of love around here. We we always feel good about these uh, mm. these events. They're just you, you can't help walk away. With By the way, my first trip experience. down there, I, I knew I was in the right place because someone took a picture of my, uh, me, Tony, Bill Lutz, and somebody else in a circle, and, and Tony was looking at me like I was a perfectly cooked pork chop while he was watching me talk. <laughs> and it was, that moment is captured. I, I visit it often. It's, it's one of the few pictures I keep on my phone that don't Oh, I need to see naked. that. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm sure he has it. As a matter of fact, he's probably working quickly to get it posted in our uh, group um, as we speak. So I am I am yeah. slightly embarrassed about this and maybe a touch ashamed. But Tony, I kissed Bobby Duke this weekend. Yeah, you he did, hard. and I got it on camera. I'm sorry, you man. went hard. Yeah, hardcore on it. By the yeah, way, Mike, a... I have to apologize to you for 
uh, because uh, 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 Caleb Harris had posted a video, and I I urged him to to refer to Izzy and myself as the duo of of <laughs> <laughs> maybe I said too much. Oh, you're a dick. And then I I told him to tag you. So <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. The, uh, the, well, that's a, even, even that is a little bit humbling because people are, you know, I got a couple of messages going, Hey, ran into, uh, you know, whatever your guys' names are. And then they, they were like, yeah, the, um, you know, we really sad you couldn't make it. And I was just like, Oh, they missed me. Yeah. I, and then, I just described then the fact Caleb that Caleb post that video. I was like, <laughs> like, <"Dick."> damn, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, no, 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 you can't do just something like, like I've met Izzy and, and, and Mike and, or uh, Joel. And, and this is a great, they're part of the pot. I said, no, you have to say duo. You have to go completely over the top because Michael get his feelings hurt. If he's just missing it, if he's actually being poked fun of, then he'll be like, ah, screw them. Yes. Yes. So, I was, I was praying for terrible things to happen. To both exactly. Of you. See so. that it took, that took away the pain right there. It did. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. It sets the fires. But well, let's right. uh, let's wrap this whole thing up, and uh, you know we'll, we'll get to uh, getting. Um, yeah, guys, listen. Seventeen days by the time you hear this, or eighteen if you're listening right now. But uh, come out, say hi, shake a hand. I got a couple of weird T-shirts I'm bringing this this year, so uh, we'll. Uh, I had the cat one last time, but I do have the uh, the butt stuff T-shirt this time. So make sure you get. Can a we sign them? I, you know what? I'll bring something fun to bring this time. I'll actually bring something this time, guys. Hey, why don't we? Why don't we make you a you new hat? Why don't you time. donate the hat? Hmm? And why, why don't you don't? You're donating the 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 Viking helmet. Yeah. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we get you a new gig for this new makerspace you're making? Like a like a new Izzy, like a re a rebirth of Izzy branding. Ooh, that sounds we could, exciting. We could do so. We'll have to brainstorm. Anybody have any ideas on what Izzy could make that would? Yeah, I hope that it involves would, this. Is nipples. perfect. I'll be honest. You guys, you guys that are listening, send us a message. <laughs> the we want to know. Bra. We want to know what you think would be cool. My, I'm immediately a shield pops into my head, but that's just me. So that's we would love Joel's to hear thing. from you guys. I, 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 I kind of got the shield thing. It's, yeah, that's kind of kind of that's sort thing. of Joel's thing. So I, I'm gonna have to. Take that one off the table there. Okay. Yeah. Immediately a shield, a shield popped a into my head. But <laughs> he's like, screw him. <clears throat> Nobody cares about Joel. We'll do, we do whatever we That's true. We, That's we true. do. They care about Margo. We it do can't what be a we shield want. and it can't be a megaphone because the megaphone thing is kind of mine. So. We, That's right. We do what we want, damn it. <laughs> anyway, That's right. guys, feedback. What should we do for the next the next iteration of the 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 makers, the makers playground. Um, I, well, I don't know what was that. What what is that? What is that object that you know is assless okay. chaps? Assless chaps are uh, maybe uh, coconut bra. Not a chance in hell. I'm 45. I have a flabby butt. No one wants to see that. I want to um, see it. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you mean no one? I want to see it. All right, I'm up for it. Almost no one wants to see that. <laughs> Well, those aren't those aren't our fans. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> oh, I like they, the uh, idea of a guilt that that Jim just threw that out in the chat section, guys. All right, and we want to hear from you guys. We expect a whole bunch of ideas for a new iconic thing for Izzy and the Maker Playground. All right, it's up to you there guys. You go. We're going to pick Do one it. of your ideas. It's not going to be. This is coming from you. This is a great opportunity to be creative. Send us some really good ideas. 
I don't know. I think uh, something Indiana Jones themed with your new satchel bag is just uh, maybe the bullwhip. Ooh, but that's hard to put Ooh. stickers and stuff on. Yeah, it's kind of hard to put stickers on. Want something we can we'll figure it out. We'll figure the it satchel. out. Satchel. You are the satchel man. Every time you start the word satchel, I think you're going to end with like sack. Okay. Or something. I'm fine with that. All right. Is I, I want to. I want to say this. I love you guys. I love you all out there. And judging from what I saw over the weekend and the concerns and everything that was just kept, the same thing kept coming over and over again out there. Quit sabotaging yourselves. Learn a design a process to get past that roadblock, whatever that roadblock is, and kill it because you're all capable of it. Every one of you. There and if at first you don't succeed, uh, you know, maybe success isn't your thing. No, or you come Move to, it, or just come down to the, <laughs> just come down to the playground and we'll, we'll bust that barrier down together. I got hammers. I'm wondering. I'm wondering what Sammy would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the new bit in the Sammy says. <laughs> Sammy says. <laughs> Why, put them bricks down, baby. You're making your own barrier. You don't need all that. <laughs> what are you doing, FO? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hey, we thanks, everybody. You. you guys have a fantastic night. Hey, by the way, maybe I've said too much.com. Then we have a website. Uh, all of the episodes are up on it. There is some contact forms, maker links, all kinds of stuff. If you've submitted your information on the website, I updated it this week. So all of the new maker links should be up there. Um, if you want to be on the page with the rest of the folks, please go there, fill that out. Uh, basically all that is just a place where, um, essentially people have always asked us, Hey, where, you know, what's everybody's YouTube page and Instagram. So there is a spot on our website that has all of them. So, uh, there's contact form on there. If you want to send an email, uh, you can, um, hit us up on Facebook at maybe podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, uh, we always look forward to hearing back from all of you. Well, most of you. So, uh, send us messages, but, uh, thanks everybody for making it out and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, y'all.